0: Hi, I'm Jeff Hendrickson, and welcome to the Sage Warrior Gentleman Podcast, where we explore the three facets of the modern mature man and discuss leadership, chivalry, and style so that you can continue to bring your best to the world. Through interviews with men from all walks of life, some I've known and worked with in various industries over the years, you'll learn some valuable lessons about modern men and their struggles and triumphs. All right, welcome back. This is Jeff, and uh, today we're going to get into Japanese philosophy. Uh, if you listened in yesterday, you know we did a double episode on Chinese and Korean because I missed today, so uh, we're back on track now in Eastern philosophy at philosophybasics.com and Japanese philosophy. So here is our introduction. Japanese philosophy has historically been a fusion of both foreign particularly Chinese and Western, and uniquely Japanese elements. In its literary forms, Japanese philosophy began about 14 centuries ago. Confucianism entered Japan from China around the fifth century AD, as did Buddhism. Neo-Confucianism became most prominent in Japan in the 16th century. Also, since the 16th century, certain indigenous ideas of loyalty and honor developed within the Japanese samurai or warrior class. Western philosophy has had its major impact in Japan only since the middle of the 19th century. However, in all of these cases, the philosophies were not imparted wholesale. Rather, they were adapted and selectively adopted. History and Major Schools Shinto is the native religion of Japan, and up until the Second World War, it's state religion. It is a type of polytheistic animism, and involves the worship of kami, that's spelled K-A-M-I, or spirits. It can be traced back to the earliest natives of Japan, although it was significantly modified be it by the arrival of Buddhism in the 6th century. Shinto has no binding set of dogma, and the most important elements are a great love and reverence for nature in all its forms, respect for tradition and the family, physical cleanliness and matsuri, or festivals dedicated to the kami. Shinto is not a philosophy as such, but has greatly influenced all other philosophies in their Japanese interpretations. Buddhism definitely entered Japan from its native India via China and Korea in 8550. Each major period after that, the Nara period up to 784. The Heian period, I'll spell that because I don't know if I'm getting the pronunciation correct. That's H-E-I-A-N period and that is 1794 to 1185. And the post-Heian period 1185 onwards saw the introduction of new doctrines and upheavals in existing schools. The three main schools of Japanese Buddhism are Zen Buddhism, Pure Land or Amidist Amidist Buddhism, A-M-I-D-I-S-T, and Nichiren Buddhism. Uh, Zen, as a distinct school of Buddhism, was first documented in China in the 7th century AD, where it was established as an amalgamation of various currents in Indian Mahayana Buddhist thought. It subsequently spread southwards to Vietnam and eastwards to Korea and then Japan. And then in uh, Pure Land Buddhism, Pure Land is a broad branch of Mahayana Buddhism and currently one of the most popular schools of Buddhism in East Asia, along with Zen. It is a devotional or faith-oriented branch of Buddhism focused on Amitabha Buddha. And then for the Nichiren Buddhism, and that's spelled N-I-C-H-I-R-E-N, It is a branch of Buddhism based on the teachings of the 13th century Japanese monk Nichiren, 1222 to 1282. Its focus is on the Lotus Sutra and an attendant belief that all people have an innate Buddha nature and are therefore inherently capable of attaining enlightenment in their current form and present lifetime. All right, so there's definitely a little bit more to go in uh, Japanese, but it'll put us way over our five minutes if I get into that. So we'll leave it there for that. Um, Some interesting stuff here about the influences of China and Korea, which I didn't realize before, and that Buddhism came into Japan through India via China and Korea. Very, very fascinating stuff I did not know. So pretty cool stuff here. Uh, Thank you once again for uh, being a part of this tiny little part of my world with me. I really appreciate you listening and tuning in. Uh, Tell your friends if you haven't yet. If you think you know anybody who might really like to listen to this, please let them know. Thanks very much. Have a great one. And I will be talking to you again very soon. This is Jeff signing out. So thanks for joining us for this episode of the Sage Warrior Gentleman Podcast podcast. And remember that you can join us and get a free guide over at sagewarriorgentleman.com. We'd love to have you join our conversation and please help us spread the word if you feel this could help someone you know and care about.